Akutne Rav Shabbos, Parshas Yisroi, Parshav Matan Teure. So, begs for many, many questions. But we're going to be aimed, like they say, on the elephant in the room. Right? The elephant in the room is Yisroi himself. Yisroi himself. Yisroi was zoicher to what nobody else was zoicher to, 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 to. Nobody else was zoicher to. To have Moshe Rabbeinu, that's a son-in-law. That's not even... There's no words that can adequately describe that schus. But then, we know one of his names is, 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 is Yisro, Yeser. Chazal tell us that this name is unique, that it was Nitois of Pal Shabbat There's Kilo, a, a, a parsh in the Torah that was because of him, that he added, that was through him. He was the channel, he was the tzinor to add that parsh. That's a very unique thing that we don't find anybody with Zoychet or such a name. We find infrequently, but we find that people with Zoychet, different G'daylim in Tanakh with Zoychet, that a parsha was given over, right? Al Yedehem. Not it was Nitoisif, not it was added. So, for example, you have Benoist Zalofchot. They were Zoicha, that Parshas Nachlas was given through them. They were, the, they were chosen. To be, we'll call it the shluchim of how Parshas Nachlos was given. They came to Moshe Rabbeinu and they asked him, "Lomani Gora," and the ganzer shtikultei. Pesach Sheni. Same thing. We find such a thing in Chazal. There was a schus. They said "Lomani Gora." They had a rotzon. They had a chukah to bring the korban Pesach. They was zayich. Sometimes we find that a parsha said in the name of somebody. Let's say by Aaron Akoyan, by the parish of Stuyayayan. So we find that after Aaron Akoyan and Parsha Shmini, Vayidoim Aaron. Aaron was quiet, he accepted Hashem's decree. What a, the, the, the din, the tremendous din, Mishpat, that happened, he accepted it, and he didn't question Hashem. So he was Zoichet at the parish of Stuyayayan. Was nisyachta imo yadibo? Said alone. Kilu, he was he had a yichud with that parsha. It wasn't by davar Hashem or Moshe Malaren. It was a, 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 some kind of yichud. So we find different layers and different levels of where different great people were able to be nisyaches to be connected to a parsha. But the concept of yeser. The concept that the Torah gives him like credit for a parasha puts Yisrael in a very unique place. Very unique place. So we have to know why was he zoichet to such a thing. Now obviously it doesn't mean that the Torah added something that wouldn't have been there. But 
at the same time, the Torah is telling us that he gets some kind of association to this whole parish is like Nitoisev, it's a higher level. But then, Matan Torah is in his parish. Parish is Israel. Every, every, every year, Matan Torah, parish is Israel. It's unbelievable. And just one last Kanesh, I was learning with the Talmudim every week, Thursday I learned with the Talmudim in Eretz Yisrael. So we have a couple of minutes to learn the, the parasha. So I was more than that question that we frequently ask, that we find that Moshe Rabbeinu, when Yisrael goes to leave, later on, we're going to learn about it in Sefer Bamidbar, when Yisrael goes to leave, so Moshe Rabbeinu tells Yisrael, please don't leave. I'll not have it's a rarity that Moshe Rabbeinu makes such a request. Please don't leave us. Right? Usually Adams don't do that with Israel. It's usually not Son. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, why? Moshe Rabbeinu says, because it's, it's came out when you read the words, you, your eyes pop out. He says, why not? Because So Chazal say, Rashi brings down the Medrash, Chazal say that Moshe told Yisrael, anytime we will have something unclear, you will enlighten us. I'm Shapella, Medrash Plea. Medrash Plea. You're talking about the Dordea. You're not talking about some, some little village in Alabama or Montana. And they have a handful of Jews. And some new convert moved in who's been very connected with his art scroll. And he's the most learned guy. Everybody looks around and goes, oh, Tom, what do you say? He goes, well, it says here that most congregations uh, admit. Retach the Dordea. You're talking about the Dordea. You're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. Yeshua Benun. Osniel Ben Knaz. Talking about the giants. Osniel Ben Knaz was able to bring back the the Alpha Alochas that was the Shtakach Pimeyevli Shalmoshe Bepopuloi, like the Gemara Tamura. So if you were in the base of Medrash, right, and you had a Kasha in the Sugi of Kibush Yochet, right, and you have Moshe Rabbein on one side, you have Yishu Benun, you have Hasnil Ben Knazia, and then you have Yisrael in one corner there with his, with his art scroll, still trying to get used to the language. In Midian, they don't speak Aramaic. He's still working. He's working it out. So who are you going to? You going to Asnil Ben Knaz? Or are you going to Yisrael? I don't want to shame Yisrael in any way, Chas Vashon. But I would suggest that you should go to Asnil Ben Knaz. Mistama, he has more Arois Kibush Yochid than Yisrael. And again, Chas v'sholem to take anything away from Yisrael. I'm just saying. So what's pshat? What's what's Moshe Rabbeinu says? Please don't leave us. If you say please don't leave us, we love you. You're Isaiah. Please, 
Mamish, we love you. We want you by Hanukkah, by Hanukkah We want you by the Seder. Good. Chvashtei. But it's not what Moshe said. That whenever we will be foggy, whenever we'll fog up, and we, something is unclear, you will be the mayor, Eneinu. What's going on here? He didn't even have smicha. He didn't even have, you know, some yeshivas used to give out a more basic smicha for guys that didn't learn your day. Leah's Ravumanik. I don't think he even had a Leah's Ravumanik be as well. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tiata, any time we're foggy, you'll be mayor, ain't it? What's going on here? It's Marafi Sigre. So it, it, it all leads us to the same place, that there's obviously something about Yisrael that's very unique. And that's, and that's what we, we have to learn from. It's something very unique. Moshe Rabbeinu felt that it's so unique that it puts him in his own category, puts him in his own place. How do we understand that? The other big pill in this week's parasha is the whole Seder of Matan Torah. The whole Seder of Matan Torah seemed to have been something that we mamish very much wanted from the beginning. Klaisel said Nasev But then it says, right before Matan Torah, This is after we already said Nasev we prepared for three days, and we were mamish, we were counting like the Ran brings down in the end of Psochem. The Ran says the reason why we have Sphira today, Midrabonon, according to the opinions of old, that Sphira today is not the Raisa, is a Zecher for the Sphira that Klaisel counted before the mitzvah was ever given. We counted Sphira, that's how, that's how enthusiastic we were for Matantar. We're waiting, we're waiting, mamish, when are we going to get Matantar? We're counting, countdown. Matantar. Now all of a sudden it says, Vayisyatsvu b'sachti Saul. We stood, Pashtas, you would read it without Chazal's interpretation. We were on the bottom of the mountain. Chazal adarshaning, why does it say b'sachti Saul? Chazal tells us it doesn't mean we were waiting on the bottom of the mountain. It means that some unbelievable event took place. HaKadosh Baruch Hu uprooted Har Sinai. And Imamish held it up on top of us. We were looking at the bottom of the mountain. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us, listen, if you don't accept this Torah, this is going to be one big mass grave. Shom take us. So everybody asks, from the Rishonim, the Achroinim, Medrash Tanchum, I mean, everybody, what's going on here? This is, we, were, we were plotting for mountain Torah. We wanted it. We counted down for it. We said, Nasa Venishma, why, why are you threatening us? What's, what's the point of a threat? Just, I was talking to Abacha last night from Yeshiva. He says, Rebbe, I don't want all the rules. I just want to accept it. It's funny, he asked me this question in Parashat Israel. Where is the din of Kfir? If I used to go to the Parashat, you need Kfir. Right? Kfir. What's pshat? There's all many different pirushim shaynim. There's many different explanations. The Medrash says maybe it was Tereshabal Peh. 
Some say they got scared. The last minute they got scared. The Koilus. They needed the last minute. But the morale has a whole arichas. Where he explains that the kfir was necessary. It was necessary. There's an Indian that the Torah should be given. It's not something you're just accepting willfully. Which is beautiful. It's almost like the... It's almost like the... The, what we had in the, in the Sugyas Hadaf, those that are learning Daf Yomi, I just gave Shiran this last week, the Sugyas of Eina Mitzvah Voysa, Mitzvah Voysa, that there's milas to both. There's milas to be Eina Mitzvah Voysa, there's milas to be Mitzvah Voysa. Right? There's a mila to be commanded. And it seems that that was a Tanai, the way some of the Gedolei Achreinim understand, that was a Tanai for Matan Torah, that it should be given in that way. The question is why? What was... What's the point of that? What's the Hezbollah? So I'm going to say, I'll tell you what I think we could say here and just tie it a little bit also to the mitzvah of Kippur Avim, which made its way into the Luchas. But there's a very big debate about the mitzvah of Kippur Avim. I'm not going to go through it now. We spent a couple of years ago, we spent a, a lot of time here in Yeshiva going through the halachas of Kippur Avim, all the halachas. It's a chelik shulchan that everybody should learn. You never part of it. Even if their parent is nifted, it's still Allah of Kibbut Avain. Shailah, together of the mitzvah, Kibbut Avain never leaves. It's the mitzvah you always have. So, although Kibbut Avain, you would think, is a Beinadam Lachaveri mitzvah, makes sense, it should be a Beinadam Lachaveri mitzvah. It's a big Shailah, how to be Magda Kibbut Avain. The Rambam and Pirsh Mishtais and Peah. There's Big Shail and Achroinim. What is Kibar Aveh? There's, there's, there's a whole approach how to learn Kibar Aveh that there may be a difference in Kibar Aveh Mechayim and Kibar Aveh Lachamisa. And maybe Kibar Aveh Lachamisa is really only more of a Bein Adam Lomokam type of mitzvah. Mechayim, it's a Bein Adam Lachaver mitzvah. That's a possible pshat. But it's a, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. We find a chazal that hukash chvoidim chvoidamok. You don't have that by regular benadam lachaver. Find a unique thing. Hukash chvoidim chvoidamok. What's the pshat in that? That that's that that's the ghetto of kibbutz avayim. So I'm, I'm going to share with you what the sefer achinuch says, but it really ties into the ikir nekud that I want to bring out here. A couple of weeks ago in shul, I was discussing the Indian of the carbon pesach. I'm not going to marach on that Indian, but just to bring out one point that I was aiming on. For some reason, the carbon Pesach is called a chayk. I'm sure everybody noticed that in Parashat's boy. He calls it zois chukas ha-pesach. He calls it a chayk. Right? It's very strange that carbon Pesach is called a chayk. Because chayra, carbon Pesach is the most sickliest thick of carbon we have. It's the most sickliest stick of carbon we had. Not only is it the most sickliest stick of carbon we had, it, it was our lifeline, meaning we needed the blood from the carbon base to get saved. Right? So meaning everybody understood why we're bringing a carbon base. It was like olive base. Right? The most logical carbon we have is the carbon base. But the Torah calls it a chayk. So you may think, ah, maybe it's lavdafka, chayk, maybe it doesn't mean chayk like what it normally means. Chayk we normally... Tight up, a chayk means when you're doing a mitzvah that doesn't have a time that we could, we don't that we don't understand the time. 
we can't, we can't understand the time. But the Medrash Rabbah, in Parshas Boy, says, in fact, that Korban Pesach is a choik like Poraduma. Compares the two. Choik like Poraduma. It's always opposite. Poraduma, we have no idea. It doesn't make any sense. It's Methamis Atahirim. It's Methamis Atmeim. We don't know what's going on with Paraduma. Korban Pesach, of course we understand. So how could the, ter- how could the Chazal tell us this? But what I pointed out to the Oilam, this is really Miraf Zigra. What I pointed out to the Oilam is that Lechaira, if I were to ask you, which was the Korban in history, right, that people did with the most Cheshek, I asked you that question. You did a close question. Based on your knowledge, what would you say was a carbon that Klyosol did with the most enthusiasm and, and the biggest desire? I think without even batting an eyelash, you would say carbon basic. Why? To get the, the inspiration of the time and the gula and everything else. It was a lifeline. It was a carbon that we brought, literally a survival carbon. You push it. Imagine the, 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 how Lord, how Klyosol were driven to bring this carbon. It's hard to imagine any other carbon that wasn't. Now, of course, you bring carbonas for kapora and on a holistic level. If you have a kapora, it'll give you arichis yomim. A hundred percent. Not saying that, that, that there aren't any korbanas that come for kapor and give you life, of course. But in a real way, in a tangible way, where you shech the korban and you take the blood and you put it on your doorpost, and now, you're gonna, tonight, you're going to be saved. <laughs> I mean, if you're not driven for that, you, you, you need to be checked out. You have a problem. I'm talking about emotionally. You're not happy living. So what's going on? So the Pasuk says, I'm just reading you the Pasuk. It says that Klai Yisrael did, Vayelchu, Vayasu b'nei Yisrael, Kasher Tziva Hashem es Moishu v'aren kenos. Two times. Kasher Tziva, kenos. And by the way, it repeats it again, Vayte. What's the Chiddush? It's Okay. It's saying the praise of Klal Yisrael. What's the praise? Of course not. What's in the Shaila? What in the world would they... What, they're going to play games here? Here's what you're going to do, a shortcut? Of course you're not going to do a shortcut. I can't even imagine the amount of OCD chevra that were worried that maybe they did it to one. I'm happy I wasn't a there. I handled with OCD chevra all the time. But imagine here, this would, this would be uh, an OCD epidemic. No, I don't know if I did, did I eat it. Maybe it was Achilagas. I don't know. <laughs> this 
carpet is mamish a lifeline. This is a lifeline. That's a big shvach. Hashem gave you a tube and you use it. You're drowning and he threw a tube and he said, here's a tube. Hold on, you'll be saved. You grab the tube. But we're not finished yet. But it says, Cain also. It says, Cain also. What's the second Cain also? Dr. Ashi, listen to this. Umau Cain also. So Rashi brings down the Chazal. What's the second Cain also? Says Rashi, you know what the second Cain also? Af Moshe Aaron Cain also. Now you can faint already. If you could faint from Akasha, you could faint from this guy. Now, even Moshe Aaron, who gave the mitzvah to Klali, so they also did it. Wow. Unbelievable. So inspiring. What's going on? So Rabbi Yisai, I think there's a simple message being conveyed coming back to our parashim, parashas Yisrael. Chazal Darshan parashas Yisrael, mashmu shomu ba, what did he hear? It says, vayishma Yisrael, mashmu shomu ba. And Rashi says, what did he hear? He brings down the Chazal, he heard Kriyas Yamsufu Muhammad Samalek. Those are the two things that Yisrael heard. So, obviously there's a lot of questions. Why are we even darshaning anything here? When the Pasuk says, he heard everything. It's called Asher HaSashem. Moshe, we saw Amoy. And Yisrael had so many good reasons to come. He's Moshe's father-in-law. He has Moshe's wife. He has Moshe's Enoch and he, and he heard of this unbelievable Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. And his son-in-law is the Mechutin. Right? This is like Kalba Savuya with Rebbe Kiva. When at the end of the day, his, his shepherd son-in-law became the Manhigam Shal Yisrael. And what? What does he do? Says he says, what did he hear? I mean, again, the pastor continues. You just read the psukim. It sounds like it was a regular family reunion. This was a family reunion. Why are we getting caught up? What did he hear? What happened? What? We said. First of all, the pastor says everything. And he came because he was the Zayda Yisrael. To be reunited with the Mishpach. What's the Shaila? Instead, Chazal cherry pick two events. Yamsuf, Muhammad Samolek. That's why he came. Kilu, nothing else. Forget the Enoch and his wife. Everything that we the Psukim say, yeah, forget about. It. That's not. That's not different. That's this. What basically Chazal telling us? This was not a family reunion. The whole party just got killed. Right? You read the Psukim. It's so beautiful. Family reunion, the Zayda, the Eneglach, the daughter, the Gavaldika, Ah, Suda, party, Vayikach, Moshe, Hilus, Vochim, Miki Ganga, Miki, Gavaldik, Mavisha, a beautiful family reunion. 
try to envision today, right? And they've been away and it's, they didn't see each other and it was day, every Gvaldic, you make a big reunion and you get up by the reunion you say, you know why I'm here? Because as I think of it, it's nothing to do with the family. But that's what Chazal tells us. And what, what pushed Chazal to Darshan is because the Pesach, the first words in the Parshan. Ayishma Yisrael. The whole first pasuk of this week's parsha is telling us that there was an event. The event was called Vayishma Yisrael. So that's why Chazal Darshan. Chazal Darshan because the Torah went out of its way to say that there was an event. There was Vayishma Yisrael. So Chazal what what happened? What, what, what happened here? I hold in these words lies the Gansa the Gansa Shtikal Torah, the whole the whole the whole lesson. The whole lesson lies in these words. Going back to Parsha's boy, I was in Shul when we were learning Parsha's boy. So I told the Oilam over, well, when in Parichas and the Korban Pesach and all that, but I told Oilam over a simple thing. And that is the kasha that we had in Parsha's boy itself is the terror. Our kasha was a chayk. This is the most sechliyistic akar. Of course. Why wouldn't they do it? Moshe Aaron came also. After Moshe Aaron, of course. That's all the terrors. What does that mean? There's two ways to be mekayim mitzvahs. One way to be mekayim mitzvahs. Mekayim mitzvahs because. Hashem gave us a mitzvah. And we have to do the mitzvah. It's Hashem's, it's Hashem's will. Fulfilling Hashem's will. The other way, Makayim kind of mitzvah. You delve into it. You connect to it. In our generation, people like to feel good about everything. Right? I like to feel good about it. My biggest musa when I was a kid was when a guy came into Rabbi Yankif. I was a little kid. The guy came into Rabbi Yankif with his rule of an asterisk. And it was Sukkot. He asked the Rosh Hashiva, maybe Rosh Hashiva could tell me a machashov about rule of an asterisk to give me a, a cheshek for the mitzvah. And Rabbi Yankif looked at him bewildered. He says, you know, if you would have come to him a month before Sukkot, okay. He says, the house took the rule of an asterisk in hand. You're holding the rule of an asterisk in hand. And today's the mitzvah to shake it. That doesn't inspire you. He couldn't, like a good litfak, couldn't understand what, what, what's, what's going on. So we all look at things as, just to compare it to the sugi that we had in Baba Kama, as a godly in a mitzvah We look at it like it's the higher level would be to do a mitzvah because I really understand it. And I really connect to the mitzvah. And it talks to me. Right? That's how we understand. That would be the highest madrega. But we're very wrong. We're very wrong about that. On, on two fronts. We're very... Number one, 
the, I mean, the Baal Shem is you do it. The Baal Shem, after he said, after I got all the giluyim and all the understandings and dveikas and Hashem, he says, now my amuna is like a child that's one day old. What does that mean? It means after all the depth and the dip, I take a step back and go, it's all above my, it's above my pay scale. Right? So I have a mitzvah to, to analyze and to think and to understand, but at the end of the day, it's, it's above my pay scale. So number one, if you don't have that, you have nothing. Because so long that you think that the reason why you're doing something is because you understand it, it's right away limited to what you understand. And it's limited to keep when you, when you understand it and when you think it's the right thing to do. And how you think it's the right thing to do. So you think that, that well, the more I understand it, the more I'm inspired and the better it is and the more wholesome it is. You're wrong. If the reason you're Makayim and Mitzvah is because you say, I, I really understand it, this really talks to me. I really get it. And what happens if you don't get it? Right? A person has a Tata and Mama. Sometimes you have a Tata and Mama, they make you feel good. They didn't just bring you in the world. They make you feel good. And they build you up, and the Taka devoted, and they're caring, and they this, and they that, and they... And they spoil you, and they this, and it's And some people don't have that. And some people have parents that actually get under their skin. And some people have parents that they, they feel just are part of their life's stresses. And that if their parent would just get out of their life, they'd be better off. Parent is a liability. Some people look at their parents like the biggest liability in their life. This is my biggest liability. What kind of kibbutz avaim does an inspirational person have who looks at his father and mother like a liability? Zero. This inspirational figure will become a mezalzel of a v'imoy. But Chazal go to great lengths in Kedushin, in the Medrosh Chazal, that they were great men, Tanoim, Amiroim, who had parents that were very difficult. And they were still Noye Kovodi Mohem. You know why? Because their Kibbut Avaim wasn't an inspirational mitzvah. I feel like, yeah, it feels like it's the right, I feel good about it. It was because Hashem said so. Hashem said that just like I have to honor him because he, Hashem is the creator. Says the Sefer Achinuch, Meshor Shehamitzvah. Roy Lassish Lehem Kol Kovit Sheyacholu. Kehem Eviyu Loyal. And, and, says the Sefer Achinuch, by doing that, you'll, you'll understand the appreciation you have to have for your ultimate creator. Right? Which means that if you do keep it out of the aim because you understand it makes sense, it feels good to you, when it won't make sense to you, you'll have no keep it out of aim. You'll have no keep it out of aim. You'll have zero keep it out of aim. 
you could actually come to be mezalzal if it's an inspirational keyboard, you could come to zilzal. So actually doing a mitzvah be, or because, because you understand, that doesn't mean a person shouldn't try to understand a mitzvah. It's beautiful to understand a mitzvah. But if you're doing the mitzvah because you understand it, and that's the motivation why you're doing the mitzvah, you're, you're in total danger zone. You're in complete danger zone. That's number one. Number two, Make a brocha, right? Let's give you an example. Make a brocha. A brocha? Yes. Yeah. A couple days ago, one of my Talmudim, uh, Magolis, asked me from his father's Rosh Hashiva, Shiloh, what brocha you make on Twizzlers? So we're sitting there handling with Twizzlers. Well, it's made out of flour. It's flour, so it's kosheyesh, but it's not made out of flour. That's what he said his father's Rosh Hashiva. I told him I, I analyzed this Shaila many years ago, and I had it sad like that also. Many people hold Takamizoinus. But then you have to have a whole different Shaila. Well, maybe. The flower is not even there the time. Maybe the flower of the Twizzler is only there to give it a consistency. If the flower is only there to give it a consistency, then it's like Osi Lechazik. And then the Brochashak. And you could sit for hours and hours. Now, if the bracha I was only making because I'm inspired to thank Hashem for the Twizzler, I would go, come on, get a live shahakal, whatever. Thank you for the Twizzler. But when, you, when you're making a bracha because Hashem commanded me, then the precision and what exact bracha I should make? And what, what does Hashem command me from this? What bracha do I make on this thing? Now I'm going to sit there, as nitty-gritty as it is, and analyze a Twizzler. Why the flowers in the Twizzler? Rabbi If somebody else from the outside world, Shaloya Sanigoy, would come in and say, you're going to have a teacher and his students, who are intelligent people, they're not idiots, sitting there analyzing the Twizzler, why is the flower there? So you, what are you, idiot? And all you guys are motivated to handle with that kind of a shayla? And then we went to schnitzel. What's a schnitzel? Come on, you intelligent guys. What are you handling with breadcrumbs on chicken? Just say thank you, God. What's machzach mishige? The terror says, because we are not inspirational Jews. We follow our Kodesh Baruch command. If we were only making a bracha because it feels right, which it does feel right to make a bracha, there are many umasayelam uh, that make bracha, then I would not be analyzing a Twizzler. I have better things to do with my time. But if I'm making a bracha because HaKadosh Baruch Hu told me to make this bracha, and I don't know, did Hashem say Mizoinus on this Twizzler? Or did Hashem say Shahagal on this Twizzler? I'm going to make myself mishigah till I know or till I think I know. I still don't 100% know. Right? But I'm going to try. It's a whole different vault. It's a completely different vault. So that's number one. Number two, in Hilchah's Tfilah, 
we find in halacha that the most fillers you could say b'choloshim. There are certain things the parak and mesecha soiter that need loshon hakodesh. What does one do when many people are like that? They don't understand the language well. They can't read. The, they could read Hebrew, but they don't understand Hebrew like they understand English. So if they have an ability to daven in English, so why daven in Hebrew? If I'm yotzit filler in English or French or Chinese, why am I doing it in, in Hebrew? Maybe Takish knew Hebrew. So the post can deal with this. The Mishabura, the Gdalia Poskim. What do you. Maybe a guy doesn't know Hebrew well. Do it in English. There's a fascinating reason brought down why you should do Loshan Kodesh. If you could read Hebrew, you should do Hebrew. Why? Because when the Anshek Nesag Dele, when Mesak and Tfilah, it's way above whatever we think we understand. You know what they put into Baruch Shomar? You know what they put in to, 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 to the Tfilahs that we say, to the Berchus Krishna? You know what they put into it? You know what they put into the Shmanesh? We don't know. So, Mamela, if we say Lashon HaKodesh, we have the Maila. In it lies all of those things that the Anshik Nezagdoyla put into it. Once we start making our own thing, blessed are thou, whatever, so we're limited with our blessed are thou. So, actually, we think, we understand, and now we have a better davening, comes the Paiskim and say, No! Daven and have in mind whatever Anshik Nesagdela have in these words, that's what I want it to be. Better! The same thing in Mitzvah. We think we know the reason why. Ratzon Hashem is more than anything you could even think. So when you think, oh, I got a new explanation, now I understand, and that's the Vart. If you think that's the Vart, you just limited the mitzvah. You didn't expand it. You actually limited it. In your expansion, you limited it. Baltoisiv is baltigah. You limited it. It's like the guy who learns a sugi and has his extra knechah. He thinks that's the knechah of the sugi. That's a suicide mission. If at least the guy knows, okay, this is my vort, but that's not the vort. This is the vort. Then you're gone. Bnei Yisrael brought a carbon Pesach. They had the biggest motivation to bring the carbon Pesach. They had the most important reason to bring the carbon Pesach. It's going to give them life. No! Even after you know that the carbon Pesach has a Mila, that it will give you life, you should know. That even when they brought a carbon which is going to give them life. So you'd think as they're bringing the carbon, they're going, oh, this is, uh, this is uh, my, my life carbon. This is my tube. Right? This is my oxygen mask. No. The Av Moshe Aaron. Imagine the understanding that Moshe Aaron had in the carbon paste. Imagine Moshe Rabbeinu's Chidushay Korban Pesach. 5,000 Chalokim. 
But he also did a kashrut tzivah Hashem. That's the Kiddush. Af Moshe Aaron, even they did it as such. The whole world was inspired after Kriyas Yamsa. The whole world was inspired. But Yisrael was the only one that heard something different. Ayishmai Yisrael. What did he hear? You know what he heard? He heard that inspiration alone is what they call in England rubbish. Or Biden calls it malarkey. It doesn't matter what nusach you have. Ashkenaz, it doesn't matter. Whatever nusach you have, Yisrael came to the determination that inspiration alone has zero value. As the Bali Musa say, he saw Kriyas Yamsuf and he saw Muhammad Samolik. He saw the highest of high, the lowest of low. How in the world did Amolik come? How did the Jews even lose their level of Kriyas Yamsuf? However, there's different Mahalchim how to learn. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is, Yisrael said, I am not just going to be inspired. I want to be a commanded Jew. I want to be a kashatziva Hashem. And I'm coming. I am not going to rely on inspiration. Zokt Moshe Rabbeinu. Al-no-tazo-i-vaisonu. Don't leave us. You know in the Midbar, Klaisol tested Hashem. Sometimes we get mixed up. Sometimes we don't realize the value of Hashem's commandments. And whenever we'll be fogged up, you will be our Vayishma Yisrael, Vayovay. You'll be the one who teaches us that Kashetziva Hashem is critical. It's not Pshat, we need you Pshat and Kibbish Yochan and Gitten. We need you for your Hashkofe. Whenever we will be confused. And that's why Matan Torah, which required Kofalim Harkagis, required Kashatsiva Hashem, is in the parsha of the first Gentile that came to the understanding that you need a Kashatsiva Hashem. That's the whole lesson of Parsha's Yisrael. The whole lesson of Parsha's Yisrael is don't just be inspired. Don't. Unfortunately, today we live in a world where some people think that's the Gansi Yiddish. And I love inspiration. It's Kivalik. But it can't end over there. That can't be the end. Because if that's the end, then it's Taka Shomtek for us. Maybe it's Meduyik in Chazal. If not, it's going to die. If not, it's going to be buried. Rabbi Scharia Center, spoke by one of the dinners in Yeshiva. Oh, Zayda. I can tell your father, he said, oh, it's all the bubble, really. So he said, I remember his shemuz. I told him afterwards, he said, oh, from Rabbi Yashabel. So he says the same idea. That says that Moshe Rabbeinu said, 
if you, if you accept the Torah now as a mitzvah, then it'll last by you. The imlav, if it's just going to be now a Kabbalah, like the way it is now, I'm not saying it's going to die right now, but shantei. There's going to be a time. He didn't say kantei for us. Here. Shom. There's going to be a point in time where it's going to be buried. And that's the lesson. That's the lesson of Pasha's history. That there's nothing greater than a Kashratzi And sometimes if you have a challenging parent, it's just the opposite. It's an opportunity to Mekayim an unadulterated Kibbut Aveim. A real mitzvah. A real, a real Lishma. A real Lishma. It's even better. I'm not saying it's easier. I agree. It's harder. I always say that Hashem gave me this mitzvah for some reason. Made it very easy for me. Because I have the kind of parents, Baruch Hashem, that there's nothing not to honor. Everything that they do, that when they're awake and sleeping, is to honor. So it's pretty easy. I have to chazer my head, Hashem. Right? But some people don't have that. They don't have that. And opposite. I always say, I'm going to end off with this word. I always say, with the Munkacha. The Milchas Elozo. I said this over when I gave Shia about Yom HaTzmaut many times. That the Munkacha, the Milchas Elozo, was an underrated anti-Tzioni. That means we in America, we know the Satmar Rebbe. Right? The Rebbe of Yoel. The Rebbe of Yoel, I would venture to say, was a Tzioni compared to the Munkacha. To give you an idea. I'm not talking about the Mishigoyim that walk around with Mishigoyim today, never Chachmonel, it's one. The pro-Hamas crazy people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Torah. The Satmar Rebbe was a, was, a, was a god lador. So in the Gdoyle Ador, anti-Tzioni, the Milchas was the was the Spitz. The most pro Tzioni, you know, Talmud Chacham, in the last century, was probably Rav Maimon. He was like a Talmud of Rav Kook. He felt that anybody who doesn't rejoice on, 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 on you know, on Yom Atzmaut and, and, and for the whole thing, he felt as Mamisha, like, he, it's as how to Degul. He was very pro, pro, very, very, Tzioni. The Minchas Elozo has many often, very often, spoken against the Shittas of this Rabbi Maimon. Very often. And Rabbi Maimon, in, in turn, made his position very clear. So you would think if these two people ever met up, it wouldn't be a, a love fest. Right? The Maisa was that Rev Maimon came to, America, came to Europe to raise money for the Mizrahi organization. To the Milchas Elozer, the Mizrahi organization. Stama Yiharag Val Right? Stama. Anyway, he fainted. The Maisa was that this Rav Maimon somehow ended up in Munkach. And he was traveling and he was dehydrated and he was this. And he went to Mikveh and he fainted. And under regular circumstances, without anybody saving him, it would have been his, his end. But somebody saved him from the Mikveh. Some Baal Chesed. 
took him into his home and nursed him. That means every day, didn't just save him, waited for him to get all his koiches back. And when he finally got his koiches back, he wanted to get to know who's this angel that he's living in their house. And the guy comes and gives him food, brings him food and zachen. So when he was finally had the koiches, he regained his koiches. He writes the story himself. He says, Shalom Aleichem. Thank you for everything you've done for me. Hechisani. You know who the guy was? The Minchas Eloza. Minchas Eloza didn't save Rav Maimon. That's not a Chiddush, of course. Pikuach Nefoshes. Of course he did that. That's not a Chiddush. The Chiddush was that he took care of him like Mamish, like, like, like his nephew. And Rav Maimon, when he, he Rav Maimon almost fainted again. <laughs> he says, he says, you know who I am. He said, of course I know who you are. You What's pshat? You speaking? He says, what do you mean? With you I was able to be Mekayim, the spitz for after L'Reach HaKamoycha. Here's a Jew that Mamish has the opposite sheet of me. I'm sitting here fighting that shita. He's going the other way. But you're, I love you. You're my brother. I was able to isolate all of my, you know, whatever my grudges are, whatever my feelings are, and just do the mitzvah for Haftarach This is my best for Haftarach The Milchas Eloza didn't want to give that mitzvah to anybody else. He had a lot of shamosh in the Milchas Eloza. He had a lot of people who could bring this guy a cup of milk every day. But he wanted to be the one. He wanted that's the, that's the spitz. That is the spitz, the highest level. Now if the Milchas Eloza would have been an inspirational person, Rav Maimon would have been which from a Cheshbonus even, right if this, whatever, whatever you can say. The same inspiration, you could use it even to Lahalok. But the Munkachorov was Kashetziva Hashem. Magid Shvokhoi Shalam Munkachor. That his Pikuach Nefesh and his Vahavta Rechamech was Kashetziva Hashem. It wasn't because it feels, feels right for the moment. And that's what we have to take from Pasha season. Agut Mishabbos.